I would defend to the death his right to do everything he does. The thing that I, that I find unusual, and it's, you know, it's not a criticism so much, but his targets are underdogs. And comedy traditionally has picked on people in power, people who abuse their power. Uh, women and gays and immigrants are kind of, to my way of thinking, underdogs. And the women who assert themselves and are competent are a threat to these men, and so are immigrants in terms of jobs and, and, uh, and, and the So that's program. why we as an audience then will laugh. I, you say we, I don't think you're I mean, either, I, no, no, but I, I mean think you're collective that, we. I think that's what, what is at the core of that experience that takes place in these arenas, is a certain, uh, a, you know, a, a sharing of, of uh, anger and rage at, 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 these, at these targets. And I'm sure Andrew isn't that angry at them. I'm sure he's playing it as a comic. Mm -hmm. started it that was that was the first time you ever said whoa were we recording <laughs> because i generally am very calculated in what i say god that but was that time i wasn't oh fuck that was one time i wish we were <laughs> and, plenty of times and they'll never know <laughs> at least we don't have to edit that out People on the inside will know because they're right now making me pause the podcast to tell them what the joke was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, one person that listens to the show. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, the uh, stand-up comedians in New York that are still, despite the fact that we have not had any stand-up performances in at least two months that they're still fucking shooting their shot they're still writing terrible jokes on the internet and i found this guy that uh i'm not gonna say his name but he's got like forty-five thousand followers on twitter and he writes some of the best jokes i've ever heard in my life would you care for some i could taste the sarcasm in your voice when you just said that <laughs> no, I really wouldn't. There's only so many dad jokes that I can hear. Someone handle. on my block threw a block party the other day for about 30 people and didn't invite me. At least let me attend my own funeral. <laughs> oh, fucking hey, that's fu It's a staff pick, dude. Somebody on the staff of this website that I will also not dox, although I think I've doxed it before, um, they chose this as a staff pick joke so it really makes me question the integrity of the website i'm on <laughs> i would i would agree with that um because if we ever get to a point where we're going to start hiring people if they laugh at jokes like that they're immediately terminated <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck the six layers of irony we put into everything if you laugh at this joke this is your litmus test you're fired yeah, I think we could rewrite the China. We could rewrite the standards for the hiring process in a lot of ways. Um, you know, with certain litmus tests like um, 
was it Kool-Aid or Flavor-Aid? You know, there's questions that you have to ask. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily a good litmus test because I thought it was Kool-Aid for the longest time. I think until the last podcast on the left episode told me differently. Yeah. But uh, I hate these interactive Netflix shows. I watch TV because I don't want to make converse. I thought he was saying controversial and he's saying conversational choices. This guy... Wow, he doesn't want to make conversational choices. Also not funny, by the way. Also a staff pick. And you don't want to make conversational choices, but you're a stand-up in New York City with 43,000 followers. So a lot of those probably started following him after like everything went digital. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. But, you know... Welcome back to the lulziest episode of Problematic Has This Side of the Mississippi. Yeah. We're going up to New York. We're going to meet Dan LaMorte, folks. <laughs> and we're going to punch up. Punching the up the jokes. Time. Punching up these jokes. We got to find better jokes. So, uh, uh, let's see. Let's, uh, click around here, see if I can find any better jokes. Well, they say, like, the industry is hard. I don't think the industry is is difficult. It's not difficult to make people laugh. It's difficult to make the right people laugh. I think that's exactly right. I think that's the problem we have with our show is I know the right people listening will love this show. We just need to find them because we're alienating both sides of our friendship on uh, Facebook. For uh, sure. Yeah, we have gotten to a point where Facebook is the the end of the road. It's like a repository for recycled memes <laughs> because 90% of what comes on the Facebook uh, feed is yeah. just listicles of check out these memes you probably haven't seen today. And 13 <laughs> of the 17 are ones that like were in the last three listicles. Yeah, yeah, pretty good shit. Um, oh my God. So let me see if I have this straight. Many Americans seem more concerned about if Nancy Pelosi fat shamed Trump than if the U S was illegally selling arms to the Saudis. That's a joke. Really? Man, you know, it'd be funny if you were a stand up comedian, kind of like Rainer Wolf castle in the Simpsons, where that meme comes from, where he's like, that's the joke. Where you just like deadpan do these terrible non-jokes and then just say that's the joke after every fucking joke. Yeah. So they know if they should applaud or scream at you or what because these are not jokes. No. Um, the other day I saw that morbidly – hashtag morbidly obese was trending as number one on Twitter. <laughs> so I clicked on it. I was like, um, why? Apparently – some comments were made about the scrotus <laughs> being morbidly obese. Did you say obese? Because I love it. I did say obese. Man, I was looking for, I guess I need to start this website. I literally just Googled jokes to punch up. How about I'd rather punch down as hard as I fucking can? <laughs> you can get a lot more leverage when you punch down. I'm a fucking. It's, <laughs> just, it's just a lot more up. catastrophic 
Hey, yo. <laughs> you gotta have that. I don't know why I immediately go to the New York accent. I immediately start with a New York accent. It's like, hey, what's up, faggots? I'm here to fucking call you a retard. <laughs> wow. You got them both out of the way in the one fucking sentence, man. Uh, that's Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. yeah. That was Andrew Dice Clay. That was his whole shtick. That and nursery rhymes. Nurse, yeah, his nursery rhymes were horrible. His whole shtick was horrible. He got banned in the USA. Did he? I think he claimed to have gotten banned. Oh, he's full of shit. He was just trash, and people were like, nah, we're done with that. He couldn't get a gig. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Um, hmm, let's see about jokes about movies. This episode seemed like a better idea on pen and paper. <laughs> the MTV Video Music Awards in 1989, he did a three-minute set, and they ended up imposing a lifetime ban on him from appearing on the network. From what network? MTV, Music Television, back when it used to play music. I was going to say, does MTV still exist? MTV still exists. It's all just like not music shows. <laughs> and that's the show. <laughs> welcome back to Pro- <laughs> Yeah, welcome back to Problematic Has. Didn't we already do this? Uh, like seven minutes ago. Um <laughs> Oh shit. Um Oh my god. This is so bad. This is a joke about the Lone Ranger. I guess they're remaking it again for some reason. Really? Yeah, and it has two lines from the upcoming script. It says, townsfolk, who was that masked man? And me. Well, we know he's not a Republican. (laughs) Waka waka. That's a fucking staff pick, y'all. Oh, my God. It's just... These assholes are making money doing this. Yeah, I know, I'm aware, and it's it's. I think they call it selling your soul. This is Tool a joke. Cole even did a song about it. Hooker with a penis. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've still never seen Star Wars. Is a joke that somebody wrote and got retweeted and shit. Really? So you can you can make <sighs> statements. <laughs> it's like. Hey, y'all, I had diarrhea today. (laughs) Here's one. I refuse to download TikTok. Do you think that'll make us famous? Like, if we put that on the Twitter, like, do people, you think that'll matter? It'll definitely draw a line in the sand with the tweens and us. The tweens aren't going to like us anymore. I know people of all, nobody likes listening to us. I know a whole lot of people from varied age groups that, that do TikTok. Yeah. We're turning into the Waldorf and Statler from The Muppet Show. You realize that, right? <laughs> the two old guys that sit <laughs> yeah. on the balcony? Yeah. It's like, this show is not any good anymore. Well, that's funny because it was never good in the first place. So I should just meme oh. all the time? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is- did you just drop a goofy? I did. Uh, I did. 
I was thinking about dropping a two wolves joke, but I didn't have a good one. So I don't. I. I. I, 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 I. <laughs> so, you know, in the little, very little research that I did in the concept for this episode, um, you know, we had been tossed around since yesterday. Yeah. Like I had read a few articles on the difference between punching up and punching down and in the political it, version well, rather than the, the punch so, up. Yeah, the socio-political aspects of it, you know, you shouldn't punch down to lower like more impoverished peoples or um, you know, blah. Of course, yeah. But you also like when you punch above your weight like if we're gonna make a boxing reference because the whole statement is a fucking boxing reference if you're gonna punch knock the fuck out none of your none of your punches are gonna land at all because they have staffers that handle their social media shit other than trump like he there's nobody that could like spew the amount of stupidity that comes out of his Twitter than him. More like twatter, am I right? <laughs> Got his ass. Um, I gotta shut this website because it is awful. I. Well, that's the show. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's interesting like academic almost standpoints on uh political correctness and you know um telling jokes satirical jokes and stories for uh social justice and good and all that but frankly i have a pretty twisted sense of humor yeah yeah me too for real though i think it really all boils down to what actually makes you laugh like, it's not a matter of the – I mean there there are things that are done. Like some of Dave Chappelle's shit is still fucking hilarious today, and that <laughs> was 20 years ago. I had a concept for a sketch I wanted to do the other day. I don't know how to implement it, but what I want to do is take uh, like the classic 80s and 90s crash test dummy, okay? So like the easily recognizable crash test dummy head and but I want to fill the body with like bugs and rotting meat and shit and have it get ejected from the car in like Times Square or something. And people are going to think it's a real person that just exploded. We could drop it out of a plane on ice skates. (laughs) Operation Dumbo drop. Boy, boy, uh, that, that joke's going to land with nobody. Well, you know. You're just a professional nice guy, I guess. It's it's just a matter of, I guess, the funny perspectives of what most people are paying attention to at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what's got what's funny to you right now? Um, let us look at goldcomedy.com. What is gold comedy? I don't know. It's a <laughs> website I found through Google. Okay. And it asked me to follow them on Instagram. No. 
Yeah, I was going to say, don't do that. We have a brand. We have to worry about our brand. (laughs) (sighs) There's... People are writing how to tell jokes about the quarantine. Uh What? What? Because apparently, like, it's, it's a, a new... step below the one I was on. It's a dynamic of of social uh, existence at this point. Oh, my God. Oh so my God. don't, like, I guess, make jokes about your coworkers getting the Rona. <laughs> yell about it. Uh, don't it make got jokes. his ass. Like, walk into work and say, I have a fever. I can't work today. Ha <laughs> ha. And... You know, like I need another thermometer. My first one burst. It was so hot. It was so hot. How hot was it? Man, this this episode's true shit. I'm thinking about <laughs> fucking deleting it right now. Like, well, like, oh my god. We're trying to do an analytical fucking episode on what punching up means in general or academically or socially or like (laughs) i fuck there's some really like i don't need a rule book on how to tell jokes a lot of people do i think a lot of people don't understand humor i mean like Look at some of the dumbest comedies out there, and there's going to be millions and millions of downloads and purchases of it and shit. And speaking of which, I just seen, I just saw that Jerry Seinfeld had released a new stand-up on Netflix. Wonder if it's any good or if he's talking about fucking coronavirus. I watched about two minutes of it and decided that. He wasn't funny 20 years ago. (laughs) So, like, his entire career, to me, crashed and burnt when the towers fell. (laughs) Never forget. That's a fucking hot take right there. So, you're going on record saying that Jerry Seinfeld was never funny. Um... He was maybe, definitely the least funny on the show. Maybe to me, in my perspective, but yeah. the dude made a lot of money telling observational jokes. Yeah. And, and, and it was all semantics. Like, a lot of the show was fleshed out with semantical arguments. Yeah. Yeah. What's the deal with 5G towers causing 5GUM? <laughs> they're actually i think that's what the five the g is an abbreviation of they're actually it five is. gum towers they just it don't is. want to tell anybody it is it absolutely is but it's the awful peppermint flavor that just permeates your soul it's like the pepper and mint flavor not just peppermint but it's pepper oh. and mint. oh i see um god damn I don't know how to dig us out of this hole. Um, this, this, I, I seriously know I'm being critical, but I feel like this is the worst episode we've ever done, and it's all my fault. 
And we said that about episode premium two and premium two was fucking funny as shit. So maybe we ought to summon some of that madness oh. and start playing shitty ass YouTube videos about dad jokes and shit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what's the difference between the CDC and, um, the CDC on The Walking Dead? I don't know. There's people there in real life. Wow. <laughs> All right, so here is just an indicator that we must be doing it all wrong. We're definitely all wrong. I YouTubed dad jokes, and Mm -hmm. then you know how it autofills, like, some lines on different variations of it? Yeah. I selected dad jokes, try not to laugh. Mm -hmm. The top, however many, there's countless videos of dad jokes – they all are in the five or more million views. Jesus. What? So is it like, are we regressing with humor? People or us? Like, as, as society. I like, think as, as society are, we must be. Wow. Is it, is it part of the political correctness movement? Or, like... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's been some really funny observational humor and some satirical humor that's been punched up. You know, like, but my God, like, hey, is is your refrigerator running? (laughs) You better go catch it, bitch. You better go catch it like the Rona. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that's a good punched up joke right there. I am a joke doctor now. You are. I just doctored one joke, and now I'm a fucking joke doctor. This is a pretty terrible fucking episode. You know that? Yeah, I might delete it. Okay. (laughs) I don't like. I don't. I don't. Oh my god. I feel like going out, smoking a cigarette, and starting over. Well, I gotta be up for work in a few hours. So if you're gonna do that, we should do that. I don't I literally don't know what to start with at that point. Fuck. Well, we we did a lot. Is there anything salvageable from this fucking train wreck? (laughs) I don't know. I'm still recording just in case. I I, yeah, I know you're still recording. I just figured we always make the sausage on the air. It's kind of like a fucking like a glass window at your local butcher shop. If that's your shtick, Brubaker. Watch me stuff this into intestines. <laughs> Fuck it. We're rolling. Let's keep rolling. Um, so uh, Guantanamo Bay isn't fun. I would assume not. Does that, they... still, does that still exist or has it become Corona Burial? <laughs> Is it a bay filled with stingrays? Uh, the bay has stingrays like like fucking uh steve Irwin's chest ha <laughs> <laughs> ha that might be a too soon it's not too soon 
his daughter got married the other day, so it's not too soon. She was like a little bebe when it happened, so. Yeah, that's true. Life goes on with or without your crazy crocodilian hunter father. Na, 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 life goes on. Do you want to hear a hot take? What's the hot take? The Beatles are trash. Oh, was that the Beatles? Yeah. I always associated it with Corky. Yeah, well, Corky was just a byproduct of it. That, (laughs) that 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 was the Beatles, as was... uh, The second track on Sgt. Pepper's is actually uh, the same song that was covered for the intro to The Wonder Years, but the cover is infinitely better. Uh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Yeah. Yeah. But that cover was the first thing I ever heard in regards to the song, so it'll always be the better song. And then you hear the Beatles version, and it's all, what would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Hey, John's going to be assassinated in 10 years. Who gives a fuck? We are giving it a really, really honest effort right now. I can I can feel the um, the stops have all been pulled. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? The stops are coming out. <laughs> Have they, though? I'd need to get even more offensive, I think, for this episode to be fixable. <laughs> Is that the solution? We go, yeah. it's it's kind of like a, a um, ah, fuck it, a bipolar swing. Uh-huh. We start punching up, and then it just drops straight down. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. standing outside the fire. Oh, God. That had Corky in it, too. Yeah, hey, it um... <laughs> um uh, so, I, I could literally feel my bipolar swing about when the episode i could feel it whiffing without an audience even hearing it yet it's like oh man. yeah i could just hear the crickets chirp and the Ugh. fucking refrigerator run and shit so if you got to this point 25 minutes into the episode thanks for sticking through it because we weren't even sure we were going to <laughs> yeah, we weren't even sure we were going to keep that up the the whole subject matter of punching up versus punching down fuck you fuck off who gives <laughs> a fuck because you know what? It's punching down always for me, dog. It's just easier. Honestly, I I don't. I like to think of myself as removed from time, so I punch wherever there is a target. <laughs> uh, I saw a threat and I eliminated it with great great haste. Great haste, even. My name is John Cena, and I eliminated with impunity. He's an actor, and he does commercials and shit. With his puffy quarantine hair. Pre-quarantine. Make that make sense, haters. You know, I haven't even really been following any celebrities since the quarantine. I think that would be a great source of humor. It's like seeing all these, like, fancy pretty people that get paid to, like, pretend. Mm Mm-hmm. 
like getting fat and not shave and like not doing their eyebrows and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well they still gotta do themselves doll themselves all up for Instagram and shit, so I'm sure if they have any kind of online presence right now, they're still at least presentable, you know. True. You'd, you'd hate to alienate your audience for being one of the fucking beautiful people, you know. Well, and you know, that definitely goes that's a direct callback to uh Marilyn Manson when that with the beautiful people, um, <laughs> that whole observation with, um, they're not essential. Who now? The, the beautiful people, the people that were paying to entertain us. Merlin Manson. Yeah. What is he? Some sort of fucking wizard. I. <laughs> that was a horrible fucking joke. <laughs> I'm punching up, man. Oh gotta, yeah, punching up them jokes. It got to keep it politically correct got to keep it fucking uh do we have yeah. to keep it politically correct i mean we're that's <laughs> punching up i mean you got to keep it on the pc you got to keep it fucking non-hateful you got to be accepting well, all cultures and you got to swing at people above your station also so like anybody from like local representatives to state representatives to anybody that's elected from the individual peon like they're all fair game yeah if you decide that you're gonna punch up and at that point you're making fun of the system that allows you to make fun of the system you know i don't know i don't know how to quantify what i want to say right now because use obscenities I'm fucking tired of fucking. <laughs> part of me is so glad for my First Amendment right, but part of me also, a lot of my anger on the day to day is because everybody else has that same right, which is just like. That's um, very American. Yeah. I think yeah, that's very that's... Republican of me, but um, now I'm getting angry because every day we come back from work, I see this fucking idiot. That he's been putting handmade billboards in his yard about Dictator Wolf and shit. And it's just like... Is dude, that along 522 on the side of a red barn? No, it's on the pull-off once you get through St. Thomas. Oh, there was another oh, one I recalled seeing oh, constantly. That fucking guy when you're on yeah. Arnoldsburg? Yes. That's like... Give us your guns, quote Hitler. <laughs> yeah, like. So you're a Nazi, then, sir? No, no, I, that was satire. It I'm, was satire. I was, was making satire. a joke. It was satire. It was a satyr. Um, no, that guy was crazy. I can't. I can't remember what else he had on his uh, barn, but he was constantly painting crazy shit on his barn. He really didn't have very many nice things to say about President Obama. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Including, if I'm correct, some very unchoice words that you shouldn't be saying in a nice society. Some very non-politically correct words, yes. <laughs> good guy, good guy. I assume he died because last time I went through there, I haven't. it looked like they might have whitewashed the uh, barn. 
Somebody probably bought the property just so they didn't have to read his fucking maniacal nonsense. Oh, cool. I just spilled half a beer. That's cool. That's always fun. All over my kids' toys. (laughs) (laughs) So, that'll be a fun conversation. (laughs) See, and and I could make a joke, but it... Today's day and age, if you're not PC, man, people start fucking shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Are you saying PC about the the barn or the beer? The beer. Uh oh. Yeah. The beer. I'm just gonna blame it on him. Well, there you go. You know what I mean. I'm just gonna say he was drinking it. So. And then if the wrong person heard you say that, then it would be like, oh, children and youth. Children can't drink beer. That's legal. That's illegal. (sighs) I would like to apologize from the Brubaker Brothers and Problematic cast and say that I did not give my seven-year-old son a beer. And furthermore, if you're listening to this, I apologize for this episode because it is pretty bad. (laughs) Am I right? Yes. But you know what they say. They can't all be zingers. <laughs> it's our first 20-minute episode because it's over now. Later. Um, no, no. Oh, we, we're not done? Okay. No, we're going to give it 10 more minutes to pull it out of this hole. I least. don't know. Like, we're going to have to get off of this subject because I frankly don't have a lot of nice things to say about the state of comedy um i think comedy as we knew it is dead yeah um i agree i don't think even when this ends you're gonna see a lot of people lining up for stand-up shows and shit i mean i might be wrong where was it we saw a video of a bar in wisconsin that they took off all lockdown protocol and stuff okay and the bar the very same night was like to the rafters full and two weeks later sure as shit the infection rate in that uh county and everything was through the roof and it's like oh well imagine that well when you take something away from people that they're used to Mm -hmm. they want nothing more than to have that one thing back even if it's a loaded gun that they were tasting what about harambe that's all I want back. <laughs> I don't think unless you make it through the pearly gates, you'll ever see Harambe again. Tupac took him, though, so I probably won't. They're probably rolling spliffs and shit. Man, could you imagine fucking rolling a spliff with Tupac and Harambe? Man, I'm going to get so high with Harambe tonight. <laughs> He'd be throwing sign language at you so fast. It's like, yo, dog, I don't know sign language. You can use your words now. We're in I heaven. I can't read English, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down, Harambe. Hey, 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 really, though, were you going to kill that kid? You were, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Suicide by cop. I get it. <laughs> that brings up an interesting conversation. <clears throat> okay. Hopefully better than the last 
half an hour. But <laughs> I really doubt it. I apologize for uh, I apologize to you. I thought punching up was going to be a better episode. But I think if we would do a little bit more research and maybe have, <laughs> we've already been over this. In every episode, <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah, it's almost like we're repeating the same bits. Mm-hmm. Um, so, animals. Do they have the concepts like we do? Like, do they have society? I know animals have societies. Like, mm-hmm. there's hierarchies and domination structures and all that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But do they have, like, concept of suicide by cop, for instance? I, I don't think so. You know what I mean? And, like, how would a gorilla, like, sign suicide by cop? <laughs> like, this is my intention. <laughs> Because there's, I mean, there's. Rome didn't know that child was gonna fall into his cage that day, but you think potentially he was just like fucking tired of the zoo, so he just grabbed him up and pretended like he was gonna be vicious until he got anheroed, and then. Well, he maybe he thought that his caregivers his the people that fed him and washed his ass or whatever you know like i don't know what all kind of care a gorilla i'd be a zookeeper if i knew but like maybe he harambe thought that he was doing a service because it the the child may have looked like like humanoid enough resembled his caregiver so he was like here's your kid back while he was dragging him by the foot through the water and shit (laughs) How bad is it that I laughed at that video? <laughs> I've like, laughed at far worse videos than that. <laughs> I mean, that kid is getting whipped around. He would he would have been fine, but he was getting whipped the fuck around. Here's like, the funny thing, though. Gorillas do that to their own young. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. And, That's... like, they're, they're, if it wasn't for human intervention, gorillas would probably be still thriving in the wilderness. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. So it kind of lends the question as to, like, why don't we do that? Why don't we what? Put ourselves in zoos? Yeah, why don't we put ourselves in zoos? And fucking steal gorilla babies and have the gorillas shoot us? Yeah. And that's the show. If that's the show, we might have to uh, record a better one later this week. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. That was I'm... like a quasi-rot demonstratum, like <sighs> mathematical proof. You know what I mean? Yes. I know what you mean. Yes. Um, so, I don't know. I'm just going to say it. Satan, so I can put it in the hashtags. So, oh yeah, if we don't mention Satan, we can't put it in hashtag. So I'm gonna say Satan. Satan, hail Satan. Um, um, yeah. Problematic cast. Problematic this, cast. Uh, this is probably gonna be a point five episode. Dick pick. No, this should be episode six point six six. Is it six? The last one we did was six. Oh, so there you. Go. two-thirds of the way to the next one yeah so after we get put in zoos 
Yeah, the next episode will be on location. Those are always fun episodes. Location from in the human zoo. Yeah, there you go. That'll be a better episode than this. It has to be. The concept is foolproof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Do you think Um, Howard Stern started off this shitty? Yeah, I do. Did he? I would think so. I think most people do. I think everybody... Well, we don't do a lot of, like, dick jokes. I think a lot of people that are making success, they're doing dick jokes. And obviously, I think it's become quite obvious at this point, faggot retard is literally just joke. It's just a recurring joke to me at this point. It's like, there is no association with what those words mean for me just saying those words as a callback at this point. It's just the, the shock value of it. So, um... I guess if you like us, there's a an Instagram, Instagram. <laughs> with some pretty rad videos. I added one <laughs> earlier, uh, Brubaker underscore brothers. We're on Facebook, but that's probably going to kind of we're going to take it easy on there for now because it's just kind of a repository for garbage. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to obviously put the new episodes up there, but it's just a wasteland at this point the problematic cast at gmail.com is our email if you want to send us thoughts and prayers maybe some <laughs> suggestions on how to get better or <laughs> some hate mail on this episode some please somebody send us fucking something email <laughs> just tell us just write fuck you in 72 point font like uh, i would print that shit out and probably frame it the episode is episode 666 punching up to satan (laughs) (laughs) so we got the word satan in there like our first Uh, episode and get oh man could you imagine if it got as many views as the first episode and people would be like what the fuck is this i honestly think that people are going to stop listening after they hear the first episode so after they hear this episode for sure but they can't all be zingers hey they can't all be zingers check us out on twitter at brew baker or at problematic casts with an s i think um check me out at the human zoo probably later this week yeah and there's probably going to be some art, handmade, hand-cut cloth art involved. <laughs> for um, clothing or what? Yeah, I might hand-cut my clothes, <laughs> like the uniforms for the zoo. Um, <laughs> I just want a denim tube for my schlong. <laughs> That's all I'm going to wear. <laughs> Does it need a zipper or anything? No, no. We're going to sew it on. Sew it to my skin. Oh, God. So it's going to turn into the human zoo for human centipede. (laughs) Human centipede zoo? Human centipede zoo. You'll go, but you won't want to leave. Human centipede zoo. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, In this episode, we're punching up to Satan. Yeah, punching that motherfucker. So, um, 
I'm going to go pound sand up my ass because that's about what I deserve after this one. Yeah, and 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 I know we used to tell you to not put butter on your lips, but tell your friends about us. Uh, put that butter all over your lips and spread the gospel of the human zoo. Spread the gospel of the human zoo because it's coming sooner than later. And uh, I don't know. Don't don't degrease this time. We want you to fillet everyone with your buttery fucking lips. And th- after the only the only thing that you have to see at the end of the tunnel is an exhaust filled with dirt. The shame gets to you too much. You're just going to forcibly breathe dirt. We'll see you next time. Hopefully next one will be a zinger, y'all. Later. Bye.